0: Welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And in this first podcast of 2019, uh, we're going be talking about this year's, well, I'll say <laughs> this year's, it was last year's New Year's special. Uh, actually, no, it wasn't this year's New Year's special.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're, you're just wishing the time away to the New Year's I am, aren't I? Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: uh, yes, resolution, of course. Um, yes, because it was the New Year's Day this year, wasn't it? Bloody yes. hell. For some bizarre reason, as I started talking, I thought... It was on New Year's Eve. <laughs> God's sake, what's wrong with me? Okay, everybody. So um, now, before we get into the news, first, we, we've got a bit of an announcement to make about um, about the about this podcast. Actually, um, we've been having sort of uh, discussions since our last recording, haven't we? Um, last year, um, and we, we've reached a, bit of a decision. We're now going to go back to being a monthly podcast. So uh, this will be. This podcast will be for January, then the next one and that one will be till February, then it will be March, April, May, June, July. Um, reason being uh, is because we're sort of running out of the cash. retrospectives. <laughs> You're yeah, running out of cash, yes. <laughs> You're yeah, running out of the retrospectives, which we're going to sort we of can't. get through rather quickly. Um, and then it will be big finish and target only. So, which you think to, to do on a sort every other week will be a bit of a stretch for us with all the other things we've got sort of going on. Hmm. as well so uh so we're going to go back to being a monthly podcast um now saying that if there's anything we got anything special lined up um if we saw anything happens in the world of who that deserves a uh a sort of like a what well, used to be a Blue Peter special assignment, as it used to be back in the day. Uh, who's your podcast special assignment, I should call it. Um, yeah, so are, we, are we
1: asking people to send their bottle tops? <laughs> their <milk> bottle tops. <laughs> if we get so many, we will do another special, we will do a podcast.
0: Is that where we are with crowdfunding now?
1: Yes. <laughs> it, it's, we, are, we either do a podcast or we get a guide dog. I don't know which. It's one of those. <laughs>
0: Well, I've put the Hoosie P- uh, podcast tortoise in the shed for the winter.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, there, yeah, so that, that's what we're going to be doing. So... Um... It just basically, it, well, I don't think we, we would be able to continue doing it every other week, really. I think we, we would run out of material, run out of steam very, very quickly at this rate, especially as there is no new Who this year um, yeah. as well. So, um, well, I think we would be um, struggling somewhat to uh, to fill the time, <laughs> if I'm perfectly honest, um, especially we, as we don't do uh, commentaries um, at, at all now, really, do we? So, Hi. No, we can't even fill the time with that either. Um getting the three of us together in, in a location um, sort of devoid of other people to record a commentary. Or, rabbits. or Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it's um, it's not going to happen uh, that easily at, at this particular moment. I'm not too sure when we will be able to all get together again um, to be able to record a commentary. So um, unless, we, unless we can find some other way to do it. Right. But we like to do it sitting in the same room with a few beers and... Have a laugh, really, don't we? So. I I th-
1: yeah, I think it's probably down to me to move, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I
0: think it might be, actually. Yeah, Sell your house now, come on. Or just eat the rabbits, one of the two. Okay, <laughs> okay well, let's get on with the news proper. Um, now, unfortunately, we have to begin this year's news um, with a couple of sad news items. And I think the, the, the biggest sort of breaking news, um, especially for us here in the UK, is that Dame June Whitford, who played Minnie Hopper, we remember, it was one of the Silver Cloak who we was tracking down the Tenth Doctor um, in the end of time, um, David Tennant's sort of swan song story. Um, unfortunately, died at the age of ninety three. Yes. Now, I don't think nice. I can really, how can I put it? I think I can overestimate how important June Whitfield was to basically British comedy.
1: You, you could have really. broken the news of her death to me a bit more gently than we're gonna have to put that as an item in the podcast. <laughs> Well, the thing was, I I only just remembered
0: that she was actually in Doctor Who. Yeah, that's the thing because I I think as a, a lot of people have done, they try to put end, the end of time out of their minds. Um, really, um, I suppose you could say she, she played sort of like okay, a, a, a sex mad Doctor generic in this. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, it's Famous for squeezing the Doctor's um, butt cheeks, but um, but really, it, it's just a. Um, what a contribution to British comedy, though, going back to the um, sort of the nineteen forties, actually, yeah. where she began her career um, with a, um, a sort of not very well known now. There's a guy called Wilfred Pickles, but he was absolutely massive um, back in the day. Um, but it's really in the nineteen fifties, in the radio show "Take It From Here," um, that she really sort of took off with a. Um, it was a sort of like a little sort of situation comedy as part of taking me called uh, the Glums. And she played S, yeah. um, who was the fiance of Ron Glum. So um yeah, so that's where she started. But I think for many um I mean, she appeared in other sort of straight roles as well, sort of Dixon of Doc Green, um, things like that. But she was I say mostly known for comedy. Um even in the blood donor of a very famous Tony Hancock um um episode yeah. as well from um, Hancock's Half But she was in sort of um, Arthur Askey's show, Benny Hill's show, Steptoe and Son, Frankie Howard. But I suppose modern audiences will really know her from Abfab. She played um, Jennifer Jennifer Saunders' mum um, in that. But I think really everyone was really going to remember um, from is Terry and June. Yeah, really, which was a sort of very very long running. Uh, TV show wasn't it, so... Even a few carry-on films she was in as well, I've, I've forgotten about. I mean,
1: also, for those of you, for those people that grew up listening to the radio, of a, of a later generation than take it from here, yeah. the news hudlines... Yes, of course. from as well, Yeah, that was a long um, part of that. Yeah.
0: Um, again, more, more sort of comedy, but also um she appeared as Miss Marple in 12 radio yes. adaptations as well. So, um... Yeah, she did which a lot. I've
1: not listened to any of them, but they have had a couple on uh, Radio 4 Extra, which I think oh, I right, need okay. to get round to listen to. Whether, whether they were... I noticed that there was a couple on the other day, and I don't know whether that was in tribute to her or whether it was just coincidental that oh, might have been. they was on. Might have been. So I might have to get round to to listening to those.
0: Uh, so will I. So will I now, actually. But I can imagine playing the sort of like... um almost like a, a Joan Hickson type of Miss yeah. Marple a bit more no. light hearted and so like Joan Hickson maybe yeah,
1: no, I, yeah I, I could imagine her being actually a very good Miss Marple yeah same here actually from that.
0: but uh, yeah so there we are there we are very very sad indeed um, and sort of not the way you want to sort of, um, sort, of <laughs> sort of end the end the year because that was on the 20th no. of December so very 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 sad um now, just after we put our last audio podcast out, um, the producer and director Bill Sellers, unfortunately um, she died at the age of ninety-three, um, as well actually. Now he directed uh, the nineteen sixty-six story, the Celestial Toy Room, um, which saw the creation of the, I of the, said, so the character of the Toy Maker, played by, was it Michael Gough, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so, I think he also gave Colin Baker one of his first major roles in The Brothers, as well, um, and also. I think didn't he do a uh, hand in All Creatures Great and Small as well? Yeah. Which obviously he featured Peter Davison. So um I think again, but also he was the I mean, uh, producer he got two of
1: two of all nominations, didn't he, for All Creatures Great and Small. He did,
0: yeah. Um did he get any for Triangle, I wonder? <laughs> no. <not really. laughs> oh dear.
1: But there again you say know,
0: he brought us Kato
1: Mara, so
0: he, he did bring us Kate Amara, exactly. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I the only person like Triangle was my dad. <laughs> he loved it. I don't know why. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Did he
1: have to put his holiday trousers on to watch it?
0: <laughs> Sorry, holiday slacks. <laughs> um, yeah, I, no, what, what was the glamorous low cut? Well, I think we discussed this before. I think when we talked about Kate Amara when she passed away um, two or three years ago now. Um, what was it, Zeebrugger?
1: <laughs> what what, were the, uh, what was the
0: triangle of of the of the the ferry, the route? to? It? is it Zeebrugger?
1: Um, oh, I can't remember now. Oh, this is terrible. I can't remember this. No, oh god, is it... was it? Oh yeah, god, it, was, it it was. So was it Southampton or no? It wasn't to... Southampton? No, it was it was somewhere like. Uh... Hull or somewhere. <laughs> <It was> de- <laughs> Exotic de- location. It was definitely North Sea rather than the Channel. <laughs> it might have been. Um, oh, oh, was it some East Angular somewhere? That, that sort of it was either there and
0: oh, like Lowestoft or something it like that. Might, it
1: might have been. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh Polish dear, or somewhere like that, you know. So yeah, nice. that, that was a bit of a a bit of a calamity that one, wasn't it? But uh, yeah, what were they thinking? As I say, what were they thinking? But uh, yeah, it's a very sad. But I'd say um, sort of only 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 contributed to one Doctor Who story, but I mean, I think he he sort of produced a lot of other um, stuff that he's probably better known for. As I say, like things like Cre- All Creatures Great and Small. Really, so um, there we go. So anyway on to uh onto some other news now um now this one i didn't sit on a couple of, sort of yesterday actually there was a news report that some new high quality audio records of missing episodes have been discovered um this has come from a company called kaleidoscope um who specialize in locating missing uh, television programs um if there's, if there's nothing to do with Philip Morris, this one. Um, but then that's like a new section of audio recordings of Missing doc episode 2 episodes been recovered. Um, and it's as many of which are improvement of recordings that have previously been available, which is sort of quite exciting news. And there's quite a long list um, of episodes here. Um, some have already been out, things like The Gunfighters, um, but it's at The Celestial Toymaker. um, Some other recordings have been that The War Machines, The Smugglers... A uh, power of the Daleks, the Highlanders, uh, the underwater menace. So um yeah, there's been quite the massacre, going back Dalek's master plan. So there's a, quite a few um tapes that have been found. Um after all these years, this is quite an important discovery.
1: Yeah, that's a good quote. I, I was I was slightly Um Not I mean, not wanting to to knock Mark Ayres at all, obviously no. because of the word, but just just the sort of the fact that that they were talking about saying, "Oh, these Trump Graham Strongs episodes," yeah, I think was slightly a bit disingenuous, just, wasn't it? Yeah, it just felt that. Yeah, f- considering the, well, considering, you know, we've considering only just that just lost that him, and it's well, bit, yeah, you know,
0: considering it was a it was a real labour of love with him as well, wasn't yeah. it? To pull them together, so yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, that was a little bit, a bit of an off I mean, remark, but yeah,
1: just, just, yeah. I mean, not. I mean, it, it's just probably. I mean, it's more the language of it rather than you know. It's fair enough. These are better quality recordings and whatever, but yeah. it was just that you know, it's sort of, almost putting down Graham Strong's work. <laughs> in that, yeah, and, 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 let's, and I'm sure, I'm sure that's actually not what he meant by it. No,
0: no, I've I, I certainly, is. he just sort of maybe sort of just came across like that. But I mean, yeah. we, I mean we shouldn't underestimate the contribution that Graham Strong's, Strong had made. Yeah, um, you know, to, to sort of like... Oh, you know, yeah,
1: and that, that, yeah, and that's why that sort of you know stu- stu- was the bit that leapt out at me really on that that bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean anything we find. I mean it's just interesting, isn't it? To find you know how when stuff turns it's still turning up, yeah, you know whether it be audio or whatever.
0: So this is this is really important. So I hope they can be made proper use of um, as well, whether it's in sort of sort of like re redone audio releases or possibly if they ever do find any of these missing episodes um, that they can get a better sound quality. As well as sort of clean up the picture. So if, if it ever happens, who knows? Or if they're going to animate these stories. Well, yeah, I mean, that know. was
1: my first thought was, you know, that there obviously is still a desire out there to animate episodes yeah. if they've yeah. got a, you know enough of a, um interest in them. So anything that helps the quality of those is got to be good
0: it's got to be it really has got to be good so uh, so let's let's fingers cross these can be um used for some future releases fingers crossed fingers crossed now um next up talking of audio big finish news um James Masters is going to reprise his uh, role of uh, in torture as captain john hart uh, for big finish now you're going to have a bit of a long wait for these ones Because these aren't going to be released until January 2020 um, it, But still
1: before we get new Doctor Who Yes <laughs>
0: um, It's a series called The Sins of Captain John um, And so there's been four stories uh, have been announced The Restored, Escape from Nebaz, Peach Blossom Heights And Darker Purposes So so if you're a fan of the, the character Of Captain John Hart uh, These are just for you There you go I suppose it's sort of, um, they seem to be releasing a lot of um, sort of, I'd say not quite non-Doctor Who, but the spin-off stuff's been, that's what they're concentrating yeah. on a bit more at the moment, aren't they?
1: Big I suppose just trying to broaden their, their horizons as much as possible. And I suppose just why they feel there's an interest in it, then they'll they're pursue that.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, who I mean, knows the, the problem
1: to... is, they actually probably think there's always going to be an interest in um, original doctors, and there's there's a question of just how available uh, the original doctors are going to be to do big finish. And if they're not, then mm. why there's interest in this sort of thing? Then if they've got a studio free and someone who's written a good story, then and the people want to do it, then. Fine, you know, fine, yeah,
0: exactly. Let them do it then, let them do it. Uh... Yeah, so, so you can, um, so as I said, they'll be out for release in January 2020. They're available for, for pre order from Big Finish for 28 pounds on CD or 25 pounds on download, and that will rise to 35 pounds for CD and 30 pounds for the download, um, at the time of the, of the general release ne- um, next year. Okay. okay, so, so if you want the discounted price, you've got a whole year to think about it, so. <laughs> Okay, right, now, um, for the last title, well, the first and last time of 2019, we're going to go to Omega Stats Corner. Okay, now we've got the overnight viewing figures um, for the New Year's Day special resolution, and it was watched by 5.15 million viewers, which is a 22.4% of the total TV audience audience, um, but that's that unofficial overnight figures as yeah. well and um, that makes it the fourth greatest, um highest rated program for new year's day um and the top for the b b c was luther which yeah. which only got five point six threes so there was not yeah. a lot in I mean, it actually i mean you know. it, it,
1: in comparison with what was with the rest of the the day's TV, I mean that, that's quite good figures
0: yes it is very good figures i was given the a i for the for this it was eighty which isn't yeah Wonderful, but um, but it, a, it's
1: after a couple of seventy nines, I suppose it was yeah. That's, was a, that's a step a, back in the right direction. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Um, now I think there was I did read some newspaper reports saying, oh, this is the the worst received one ever, and they you know it, the f- viewing figures are going down, blah blah blah. Well, yeah, you know at the overnights, that's not doesn't look that great on the face of it, but. Um, I think these, we said before, and other podcasts and other media outlets have said, it's just the way people watch television now. Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean it's like you completely say, I mean,
0: different. You I know. think
1: I think would have been very surprised at Luthor only getting that. Yes, and so that I think is is the more the benchmark. I mean, mean where, where does this, where does this leave the future of Mrs Brown Boys if they're only getting just over five million? <laughs>
0: Hopefully they'll burn the sets down. That's what I'm hoping for.
1: <laughs> but there's something that's always done really well over. Christmas. Oh God,
0: yeah, always. So that's, that's always been a bit a big hitter for um, for the BBC, Mister Brown. So it seems again, to be um, completely impenetrable, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. In in perspective, then you know Doctor Who's beaten that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think they're too bad. Those those figures.
0: No, no, I don't think so. I think so. it's just it's just the fact that you, as you, the press latch onto it and say, so, you know, it, it's all a bit, you know, it's it's all going down the down the toilet again. So, yeah, there you go, there you go. Um,
1: uh, what, why, why are here? I keeps keep yes. prodding me and handing me a, a map of the North Sea, and it does show <laughs> that triangle ran. The triangle was Felixstowe to Gothenburg, Gothenburg to Amsterdam, and back to Felixstowe. <laughs> oh brilliant
0: so we weren't too far off with last off then it was on that same coast we We're up yes. the, on the east coast we are right with that so. <laughs> oh dear we could have just googled it while we were talking about it but for, <laughs> I couldn't be bothered <laughs> it really isn't that important is it
1: <laughs> I don't know it depends, it depends if you're in Gothenburg and need to get somewhere and need to get to Norwich or somewhere <laughs>
0: Oh god. Okay everybody, so that's it for the news and stats um for this particular podcast. So come up next we're gonna talk about resolution. So for other well, another month then, that was the news. <laughs> everybody so we're now going to talk about the New Year's Day special of Doctor Who Resolution
1: this is the DNA of the most dangerous creature in the universe what it's been buried on earth since the ninth century right! it's not going to stop until it's taken control of this planet it's going to kill anyone that gets in its path
0: does it have a name And it's my turn to kick the the proceedings off isn't it, it I have is, the, I yes. think, oh, the first podcast of the year as well um I thought this was okay actually um I think everyone's saying it's like a a return to form and everything I, I thought it, it was it was fun it was it was it, I like the scrapyard Dalek um yeah I, I like the fact that it wasn't um in its case for, for the majority of the story if, if I'm honest. Um, it was sort of the Dalek was very sort of very devious and 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 nasty again, really, which is what you expect a Dalek to be.
1: Yeah, uh, to be I, honest, mean, you know. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it. I mean, it's not you know the greatest episode ever, but no, it was it was enjoyable. No, no, it, it's I mean,
0: there's a, there's a couple of sort of things that sort of I'm sort I'm still sort of scratching my my head over. Um, hmm. It's the fact that you know they they split this Dalek into three pieces, and it puts it's basically put under a sun lamp, <laughs> and it and it reforms itself from across from you know the, from like various points of the globe. So, I'm, so, I'm so, Do you so, think so, that's what keeps happening with Donald Trump? It must be. <laughs> So yeah, so I was a little bit okay. You, you, you had to sort of sus- suspend your,
1: wait, well, actually, actually, not a lot not, of, not, like not even that. Go it's on. thinking about it. When did when did the Daleks out of their casing become indestructible?
0: Well, that's the point.
1: As in, they've chopped it up. I know. And it Still survives
0: after God knows how many. And it just needs years? a bit
1: of infrared light or whatever. Yeah, a bit to, of ultraviolet to, and brings it back to, to life to, again, to, and... to, to, to reform itself from around the globe.
0: Yeah, I. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't quite. That was. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't buy into that at all, really. But then again, you know, we, we are watching a show about somebody who travels in time and space in a police box who's got two hearts. So I oh,
1: you know, I know, no, 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 but we we've sort of had. I don't know. Sunlight almost, with them being opened, <laughs> killing them, let alone.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I did, yeah, I did find that a little bit, a bit sort of difficult to. That
1: seems to be. I mean, and and now is that now going to set the, the tone for how Daleks are now? They're just going to be these indestructible creatures, that basically, need to be thrown into the, a supernova to to destroy them.
0: Yeah. Well, I suppose that does make it a bit harder to kill, I suppose, to be honest. Um, but anyway, I, I thought the um, so yeah, once the Dalek got inside its its casing, which we'll come on to a bit more later, it, it, I thought it was a really action-packed, exciting episode. Um, yeah. But I think what this episode didn't really need, um, and you might disagree with me, is the Ryan and his dad. Yeah. Now, to be honest, the way this played out. This was you could maybe able to argue this was the proper end to series eleven. This wasn't a special as such. This felt like a series finale. Yeah. So I I I I don't know, yeah. I I I thought that the the, the Ryan and his, his, was it Aaron was his dad, wasn't it? I, yes. I thought that was it wasn't needed yet. That could have yeah. waited to, that could have waited to the next series, it, it if was, I'm perfectly it honest. Was,
1: it was well acted. Oh yeah, um, and yeah, well written, I think. Hmm. But as you say, it just—I—I I found myself sitting there saying, "Right, so is he going to die now? Then? <laughs>
0: yeah, is he? Yeah, is he now just If you're dar- investing father, this much yeah.
1: into to Ryan's father after all this time, hmm. say so after yeah, after we've had a whole series without him actually being present, yeah." Is that because now he's gonna die, and then at the end you're thinking, "Oh yeah, this is this is obviously where it's going."
0: Yeah, but he didn't.
1: <laughs> no, and actually, actually, actually now, now we're gonna skip to the end, and have, as I mentioned this, yeah, I, The interesting thing is that all it took was Ryan grabbing his dad's hand to save his dad, mm-hmm. but the indestructible Dalek couldn't hold on.
0: Yeah, true. I know, and and that that. Um... What's we call it? That that sort of corridor, wherever it was, the Daleks has been it was getting bigger and bigger as well. So yeah. I was expecting them all to be sort of huh. disappearing out the door, to be honest with you. But uh, Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was a little bit yeah, I, I just thought that was that would that was unnecessary for this particular story, to be honest. You had the you had this, this incarnation of the doctor meeting the Daleks for the first time, and I think that should have been enough to, to carry it, really. Yeah. Um yeah, I think you know, we will get into our feedback later on. I think you know, there's people have got the, the sort of the thought, thought the same thing as I did when I was watching it. This is almost like another retread of um from Chris Recklesson's first series, Dalek, Rob Sherman's Dalek. To a certain degree. Yeah. Um It's it's not completely like that at all. It's, it's it's sort of different circumstances, but again it's it's a lone Dalek. Um which is made frightening again, I felt. Yeah. To be honest, um, I thought the Charlotte Riches as Lynn, the, the one that the, the Dalek takes over those two archaeologists, I thought she, she was really good um, yeah. as, as sort of possessed Lynn. Um, and also like what Nick Briggs did with the Dalek and this as well. He wasn't your standard Dalek, was it? He's very sort of manipulative right. and calculating and devious and I don't know, maybe sort of hark back more to the sort of Hartnell era. Daleks, yeah. so they weren't just sort of what? barking out orders all the time, were they?
1: My sort of favourite bit of this was, to me, how the Dalek mirrored the Doctor. Because mm. in, obviously, The Woman That Fell to Earth, we had the big scene of the Doctor going into the um uh, warehouse workshop bit and yeah. building her sonic screwdriver. Yeah, and here yeah. we almost had the Dalek mirroring that building his casing. It was yeah. almost as if they was both building their weapon.
0: Yeah. Now I think people have taken issue with the fact how did they do it so quickly, they include all the missiles and everything. But I'm just assuming that they picked them up from that mysterious um, company that were holding all the Dalek relics.
1: Yeah. it was just yeah. yeah. All they did was you know all the panels they basically were in those boxes. And it was just, actually, they just welded them together rather yeah, than actually well,
0: build them. Yeah, with other bits lying around from, as we now yeah. know, from, from Farmer Dinkle's farm.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, this, this will now have to be called the Dinkle Darling. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Farmer Dinkle. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I think, but I, I actually quite liked it. And I think the um, the, the scene where it basically sort of face off against the army um, was... Particularly well directed,
1: yeah. To be honest, Um and I mean, what, what I, was best about this was just how ruthless this Dalek was.
0: Well, I think I know it it's been. I
1: mean, a, it, 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 it didn't take prisoners literally. I mean, it, no, no, it didn't. and as soon as as soon as it worked out whether the person was worth anything, if it wasn't, then they died. I'm sorry yeah, that, was that.
0: that. was that. Yeah, Um including the two police officers. Um, yeah.
1: That that's the thing. I,
0: I was quite surprised at the high body count in this. Yes. Yeah. Considering the sort of like the, the, the recent series of sort of people have died in it but not uh not like innocent people like this. Now we had it a little bit in in the opening of Woman of Fell to Earth with um sort of Tim Shaw killing people you know, indiscriminately for their teeth. Yeah. Um Yeah, but this this was sort of compared to that off the scale really, wasn't it? Yeah. But, um, but to be honest, it made it all the more enjoyable. I'm again to wonder if this is some sort of transition now from Series 11 into Series 12. this is what we're going to expect a bit more in Series 12, perhaps? A bit, maybe. A bit darker again? Don't know. Not too dark. You don't want it sort of morose each week, do you? You know, but... Um, no. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But, um... No, I, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it as well, and and to actually see the Dalek tank literally take out a tank, um, yeah. was <laughs> that was really well. And I think sort of um, sort of Wayne Yip, the director of, the, of this, um, did a did a bang up job. I felt to be honest.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally.
0: <clears throat> I really do. But uh, it, actually, now coming back to what you said um, about the. The Dalek being ruthless. Have you sort of cottoned on that? The um, or reading sort of reports today that um, apparently Doctor Who fans have um, have lashed out at the fact that the the gay security guard was killed.
1: Um, have, have I you, hadn't. I have hadn't you... particularly taken that as. Uh, any meaning in that? No,
0: no, no. I think it's, it's, it's sort of there was a few. I think that the presser picked up on a couple of tweets that were, that were put around with hashtag Barry um, which basically means because the, the character's gay, um, they're killed off. Uh, I think they've also referenced some other gay characters in Doctor Who that have been killed off um, as well. So, um,
1: yeah, I think he wasn't killed off any quicker than the. No. The bloke in the communications uh, headquarters, was he? No. and, to be and No, no wh- one's questioning what... No one's asking what sexuality he had.
0: No. Um, not only that, also the amount of soldiers that were yeah. exterminated as well. So, um, who say who... who and I don't say he wasn't, you know... No one not told that any of them were gay, but they, they could have been. Um... It was nothing to do with the fact he was gay It was killed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really want to get involved in it. I just thought, well, is this really... Is this just another storm the teacup? Or is it another one of those bloody social media things? Because I have a... You know, because... I mean, I I, I, think, I can I, I think say this. I, I think, will say I, this. You know. I think
1: you could say that this Dalek was did didn't discriminate at all. It just killed everyone the same It killed way. everybody.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, dear oh dear the things people complain about i know i'm you know neither of us are gay so i mean you know maybe it, it maybe doesn't affect us as it does other people but you know um i think that that's just forcing or not it's sort all of like forcing the point but making a point too far actually but
1: yeah i mean i mean to be honest that never even occurred to me that
0: no that me was... neither but then again we, it probably because we're not gay so you know um, oh. maybe it wouldn't but um but it, it's just that Again, it, it comes back to what the press are doing about the, um, the, the the viewing figures. Now they're picked up on this as well. Um, and the, all the way through the series, the whole politically correct thing, um, they just kept refer- referencing back to this thing. Fans are upset about it being too PC and all that. So uh, again, I think it's just been... The press is whipping it up for the sake of whipping it up, actually, more than anything else. But, um, but anyway... Um, Back onto the, the performances. Um, unfortunately, Graham had little to do in this one, um, but he did have that nice scene with Aaron, yeah. as well with all the the stuff you know, that Grace had um, kept of his I when mean, he was a little yeah. boy. I thought that was that yeah, was a nice little scene was, between them. Yeah, that
1: was um, good. Again, again, but it, again, you've got to say, what what is Yes, doing in this series.
0: Well, she did, she did do a little bit of police work. That She got the the contact details of Lynn and Mitch <laughs> before she yeah. scored them out, out of the archaeological dig. Um, <laughs> so she did use the police skills there. But um, but, but on again, the, basis,
1: yeah, on the she, basis that the uh-huh. Dalek got away by killing, in the process, killed two police officers and yeah. stole a police car, yeah. you thought that was an ideal opportunity then for her to, to be involved in the tracking down of the... Of the Dalek by yeah, yeah. being and, able and, and to actually, get information from the police in some and, way that, as to where, that as is to good, what's happened. That's a good point, actually.
0: I mean, I'd like to know what where the, the police have actually caught not the fact she's not actually there. And Graham, who's driving the buses.
1: <laughs> so, oh, Graham had retired, though, hadn't he? Oh, that's he true. That's true. He retired.
0: That's it. That's true. He was a retired bus driver. But yeah, who's, um, surely they're sort of thinking, where, where, the, where the hell is Yaz? <laughs> the streets of Sheffield are overrun with criminals. Come on. Yeah, I'm hoping... But well, if you're going to talk
1: gets... about that, then, then, then how, how often had Aaron turned up at that door and rung the doorbell?
0: <laughs> That's true, yeah.
1: <laughs> Before somebody...
0: Somebody finally answered the door. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping Yaz gets a bit more to do next series.
1: Yeah. I, we, I mean, this this really must be as far as you can take Ryan's character in terms of giving it preference, because... We've had the whole, we've had the thing right from from his nan dying, the relationship with Graham. They've sorted that out, and now you are start. Now there's almost been a sorting out of the relationship with his father. Well, that's basically you've done his that's a lot his, of his emotional side now. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's his sort of that 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 particular character arc is is done. Yeah. so um, So I feel you know, I've, now, I do feel there's more with Yaz because we had that um, with the ratings in the UK. Yeah. The sort of things weren't totally okay between between her and her mum. Yeah. So I think that there's probably more to explore there, perhaps. And I, I think even in sort of like *Demons of the Punjab*, which is, which should have been it was to do with her family, um, even in that she didn't have a lot to do. No. Really, I just I just find that a bit bizarre, to be honest.
1: Yeah. It's, it, it it is. It's, it's just they've got Ryan and Graham have become almost the Darblacked. Yeah. And so, yes, he's there. Um, yes, he's almost there, just to be the traditional companion, and just ask the questions of the Doctor. Yeah, I mean that
0: is her. That is her role, really, isn't
1: it? But because so, yeah. because you've got Ryan and Graham having their own life outside of the Doctor, if you like, it just yeah. makes her look even less interesting.
0: Yes, it does. Which is a shame, really.
1: Yeah a shame. She's
0: almost become the, ooh, dare I say it, the Susan of this series of Doctor Who.
1: Yeah, because
0: coming in, Caroline Ford didn't have a lot to do with the character, did she? Apart from right. sort of spraying her ankle or fainting, I think a lot of the time. So, yeah, which is, which is a, which is it's a shame. I'm, I'm hoping she gets a bit more to do next series. So, um, yeah. I was, I, now, Josie Whittaker. So this is a this is the moment I've been waiting for. Uh, her doctor to meet a Dalek. Um, yeah. How do you feel she acted in this one? Because there, there were just times she didn't. How can I put it? It didn't feel like she had the. Whether it's the script or her delivery, I don't know. It didn't feel she had like the, had the complete gravitas with this one.
1: Um.
0: It still felt a bit too. Sort of human, like, like like the bit with the um when they they, they all confront the Dalek in GCHQ. Yeah, um, I
1: I actually thought the best bit <clears throat> of 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 the Doctor was when she's talk when she's on the Tardis talk in the Tardis talking to it and then brings it up as a hologram so that yeah she, yeah to say look no I want you to see me mm. and to see who you're against yeah. I thought that was probably the best, most authoritative This doctor's been, yeah, so far this series.
0: But that that was sort of kind of undone a bit though at the G- GCHQ scene where she turns around to the the, the, the TARDIS crew and yeah. says, "You, you, heard me, give it a second chance, didn't you? I did I give it a fair chance?" And it was all, well, the Doctor would never. I don't I know each college kind of meant to be different but when it comes to the Daleks. The the doctor just wants to destroy them, really. Yeah. I don't. I don't think there would be a second chance for a Dalek, really. Or, or giving it a, like a, a you know a, a way to back out.
1: Um,
0: I know Capaldi tried to, to do it, really, but that's yeah. kind of backfired somewhat. didn't it? into um, was it into the Dalek? But um,
1: and I and I suppose to a certain extent that's how we're talking about uh, Eccleston's Christopher Eccleston's. Dalek then mm. that almost ends the same way, doesn't it? Is whether well, you know. Well, that it was not.
0: Well, I mean that that was mostly with the fact that it was all Rose's DNA, wasn't it? it? It it was, as far as the Dalek was concerned, it, it was becoming sick. Yeah. Um. So it, it wanted to sort of kill itself, which it couldn't do. It had to be ordered to kill itself. Um. But in, in this one though, uh, that Dalek would, would have it wanted to call cool the fleet, wipe out Earth. Um. And that was it, really. um that, that there was no going back for that one <laughs> at yeah. all. Um, especially the doctor had seen what he had done all the way through. Yeah. You know, it, as you say, it was it completely indiscriminate about who, who it took over, who it killed, etc., etc. So, yeah. So,
1: but I, that, there, that, again, that, that, there that, again, that, I mean, could that have been? Could that be put down? So, this is a doctor that's trying to teach. It's i want to say companions, because, yeah, I'm going to say companions, that, you know, they shouldn't be killing and they shouldn't be doing that. So, um, not for her own. She She's not doing that for her own reassurance. She's doing that to say to them, look, you've heard me, you've got to give things a chance. You've heard me give it a chance. Now what happens now has to happen.
0: Hmm. Yeah, you could be right. You could be right. I just, thought, I just thought that was a little bit undoctoristic in front of a
1: Dalek, that was all. So Be- Because particularly seeing we've had a lot of this series is no guns, no knives, no nothing. Yeah. But obviously then do, do you say when the Doctor meets a Dalek then the first opportunity she gets she kills it mm. without there with being within
0: the day, any... with the, of, with the, the day it, it would have... Well, it was gonna kill them in a heartbeat, wasn't it? So Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. but but yeah. like
1: I say, you know, just on that point where she felt she had the upper hand anyway at that point, that mm. it was then to reinforce it back to the the companions that you're not to indiscriminately kill mm. or to kill yeah. in anger. Well
0: there was there was a couple of other things and this isn't any fault with Jody Whittaker, this is how the doctor's been written this series, is the constant exposition as something is happening. We can see what's happening. We don't need to be told about it at the same time. Yeah. Um and it even goes back to when they they first um land in the archaeological dig and they're looking around and they see it is it's disappeared from the wall. Yeah. And Graham, I think yeah, it was, it was Graham who says, So this thing could be in the is in the water right now. So and they're all looking around and the, and, the, and then the doctor turned and said, so, yeah, it slid down the wall and gone into the water. Well, that's what Graham's just said. Why are we re-establishing that? Yeah. You've just seen the really bizarre line. But the Doctor's been... Well, the Doctor, the... the, the, the Jodie Whittaker's been given these lines to to regurgitate each episode, basically.
1: Oh, I mean, there's... There, yeah, there, there there is a sense of... That not even so much in that. It's just a sense of... There seems to be a slight, especially in this episode, a slight mm. um, lowering of the expectation of the of your audience.
0: How do you mean? How you mean?
1: Well, you've got that. Yeah. And then you had the great line about the the fact of the oh what so that so it so it's destroyed the internet and um, telephone coverage yeah on New Year's Day. And you get the, the the joke line. Then is the monster. You know, as if this was the worst thing any could do. Was yeah. On New Year's Day, but then we had to have probably one of the worst acted <laughs> and pointless scenes ever. Yeah, where they actually showed you a family that was having that problem, because you might not have got the joke there yourself.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And I think that was actually the worst part of this episode for me. Yeah, it just did not need that. I mean, give me, give me some sense of it. You know, belief that I, I, I am capable of of realizing the joke from the line you've just said. Yeah, you don't have to then show me why that joke was funny.
0: Well, I think I think the other thing um, that's, that that sort of that that was completely unnecessary or or, or a joke too far. Was the um, unit shut down due to lack of um, funding from UK partners?
1: Yeah, I And mean, what it basically what he, I mean, it wanted to do an all but nine to have a go at Brexit, didn't it? It did. Um, so this this is why I'm
0: struggling to understand the role of UNITS since the show come back because they weren't allowed to call it United Nations Intelligence Task Force. It's now the Unified Intelligence yeah. Task Force. But I still thought it was meant to be a multinational. Thing along the hey. lines of the UN, yeah, um, which isn't just made up of European countries. No, so that particular joke doesn't work at all.
1: No, I mean, and I could understand that. All right, you you want to put in something as to why UNIT have not got involved. And mm. to say that it was disbanded and whatever, yeah, it's fine. But you didn't actually need to do that. You you could have had those soldiers that turned up in the trucks to have been unit soldiers, yeah. And they've been wiped out. That's all it needed. Yeah, really. And it's oh. now going to take too long. It's not that they're not there. It's going to take them too long to to reengage.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So
1: the doctor's got to take control. Yeah, that's that's what could have been on that.
0: I've, I've forgotten. how many member states that are on United Nations, but uh, it's a, it's a sight, Yeah, well, say, yeah. you'd be quite surprised who's a member of the United yeah. Nations, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, it's um, yeah. I, I just thought that didn't really work for me, to be honest. And, and again, it just sort of seemed to, um, it, like like that thing as you said. The thing I mean, what the would family, have been been was, was this what year, would have
1: just, just been. What would it, have just been better, of course, is if when she got through to the, the cool, uh centre person. If they said, "I'm sorry, we can't get the lines through to Geneva," on working at the moment.
0: Well, yeah, that would have been better, wouldn't it? Really, but oh dear.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: it, yeah. I mean, there was a, to say it's not the best story ever. Um, I think it was um, for for a sense of excitement and threat. This has probably been the If you know, and I'm, I'm still going to say this is part of this. Isn't as special as far as I'm concerned. This this is the the series finale, really. Yeah. It's been just been held back a couple of weeks. Um I mean actually
1: just getting back to the unit thing. The other thing of course on that is they if they've sort of killed off or or put on Ice Unit mm. in the at this, about the same time when Derek Sherwin died, who obviously was the
0: Oh yeah creator yeah. of
1: Unit. Seems to have been a bit. I don't know. I mean, whether that was. I mean, maybe, maybe Chris Chibnall just felt that actually, the sort of shutting down of UNIT with the with its creator dying was a was a right thing to do. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. But I, I yeah, don't know. I don't, I don't know
0: when this was filmed and and, and
1: yeah. when Derek Sherwin died. Not
0: entirely sure, but
1: uh... would have thought it was probably would have been he died, would have died after, so I don't think it was necessarily that. But it's yeah, it's just the fact that, you know, you thought, oh, that was that was an interesting an interesting time period in which to to sort of cast unit aside. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, that that never occurred to me actually. That's a that's that's a good point. But uh No, I think, you know, it it's um 60 minutes in length, I think it, it moved along. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't looking at my watch, even right during the where they sort of slowed the story down to deal with Ryan's yeah. dad or deal with call centres trying to put you through to unit or whatever. Um, you know, it yeah, it, it, it didn't drag at all. Um, I think that the, as you say, if you cut those bits out, it would have been a, a quiet, lean, um, action pack 45 minutes, yeah, really,
1: yeah. I mean. In- Getting back to actually my, my my comment my throwaway comment about no. <laughs> how often did Aaron how often was Aaron standing there at the door, yeah, yeah. it just gets back to the fact that all Chris Chibnall's writing for this episode, for this series, mm. including this now in the series, has really run along. Oh, there's a coincidence.
0: Yeah, like the thing and with so, the, the microwave oven thing. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah. so now
1: so now. They just happened to land on Earth at his at Graham's house at just the time when Ryan's dad arrives at the door carrying a microwave oven,
0: yeah, I know I think that's one of the things that people have sort of objected to is the fact that it was it with the diet was taken out after all that you know killing and exterminating and blowing things up and it it was taken out by bits of a microwave oven, yeah. Um, well, not quite, because it escaped out of its casing again. So it was, it was quite resourceful, this Dalek, anyway. <laughs> but uh, you would have thought it would have, it would have been a bit more savvy, as it was, as it was a reconnaissance Dalek mm-hmm. um, that it would have been a bit more, more so to actually check that it actually arrived at Scarrow before the doors were opened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see his main main task is recon. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. No, I, th- I thought. No, I thought it was good. Um, of course, one thing there were there were no uh, credits to this one either.
1: Yeah, which was was which was interesting, because I did wonder whether you know there there was there was talk about whether you know this being resolution when when the when the when the rumor of Daleks first came around. Yeah, that this was actually going to be resolution of the Daleks. Yeah. And you did sort of then wonder the fact that they then didn't put a an opening um, credits into it. Yeah, was because that was going to be the title, mm. and at the end we was going to get it saying the credits at the end was going to say resolution of the Daleks. Yeah, but obviously didn't want to put that in at the beginning because no, that's right. Yeah, it would have.
0: Would have said what it. we were. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Apart from the
1: fact that the BBC couldn't wait to tell us beforehand <laughs> anyway.
0: Yeah, I know. They just had to keep it quiet. It's so all there to do. I think everyone pretty much guessed. it. Gonna... Yeah. I mean,
1: so to be fair, by the time, <clears throat> by the time the BBC did do that trailer that basically said yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, the, the, the cat was well out of the bag by then, wasn't it? Was. It was. So, it was. So it's I don't a... necessarily blame them for that. But you could see you could say almost that they might have done this. Actually, shot this and edited this to have hidden that, mm. and then not to have put the titles up at the beginning. Yeah, um, does that?
0: Oh, well, it's done now, it's done. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, but I think you know, um, if you, if you think about it as, as a special, I think it was, um, I thought it rather you know, it was, it was quite good actually. Yeah, it's not perfect, but then again, no. what is, um? But it was still, you know, an enjoyable way to spend an hour. Yeah. Um, it's just a shame that we've now got to wait, you know, a whole year before yeah. we get anything else yeah. now. Know,
1: anything so, else, Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. That's, I think uh... yeah, yeah. The only the only thing on this is it. Once you once you get a creature hanging onto someone's back, mm. you're left with two faults, aren't you? One is, uh, Planet of the Spiders. Yeah. And the other one is turn left. Yeah. So there is sort of a sense that oh yeah, we've seen this before.
0: <laughs> there was slightly, yeah. There was. Um, there, there, no, there was nothing really new. And I think that that's I think one of the things that um Chris Giffen's scripts have, have have done this series, they've been fairly derivative and have borrowed heavily from other other sort of films or T V series. Yeah. Which is fine. That it happens a lot really. Um I I think maybe and it's even sort of riffing on sort of previous Doctor Who stories, um, which is which is fine. But I think this this one was pretty pretty much on, you know. Oh yeah, thing on its back, taking control, plant of the spiders. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it definitely was. That's uh. Oh well. So um, that's pretty much what we thought um of it. But we have one hell of a lot of feedback, um. Which so it appears that a lot of you out there, listeners out there, have got a um. Sort of opinions on this one, so um, so we got email. <laughs> I've got nothing better. Nothing better to do exactly. So contact us. So um, yes, we've got some email, Twitter, and Facebook feedback. So I'm going to kick off with the email feedback first. Um, first an email from Simon Ryder. Hi Simon, he says, "Hi guys, um, I have to say that was the best Dalek story in years." Like Rob Sherman did with Dalek, Chibnall's resolution does a terrific job of making one single Dalek into a genuinely scary threat. Way more effective than having hundreds of CGI Daleks on the screen, and to be wiped out by the end of the story that we've seen far too often. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um it was also great to see Jodie finally get one of those heroic telling the bad guy how she's going to sort them out moments. Um she's very much growing into the role. Hope she stays for a good three or four seasons more. Um I hope now that Ryan and Graham have had some development and a degree of closure in their personal stories, Yaz will get more of a chance to shine in the future. Yeah, we totally agree with that. Um, I really enjoying watching you, Doctor Who, in the last few months. It's going to be a long wait in 2019. Uh, happy New Year to you and to all the other Who fans listening in. Regards, Simon Ryder. <coughs> Thanks very much, Simon.
1: Um, I was going say, if she... If, if... If uh, Jerry Whitaker hangs around for two or three or four seasons, she could be older than Hartnell by the time. <laughs> 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 right, the next email we have is from Ian Key,
0: regular con- um, contributor to this podcast. Hi, Ian. Um, he says, firstly, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well, mate. Um, he says, uh, Really enjoyed tonight's episode and hopefully points to a better series in 2020. Not all of Series 11 has been bad. <laughs> It's looked and sounded amazing and some of the episodes have been some of the best, in my in my opinion, of recent years. But Resolution, I love that the Dalek was so merciless. Love Charlotte Ritchie, love that the TARDIS, always looks brilliant written in capitals, uh, was just there for, for anyone to enter. Great that Graham and Ryan's relationship still, still blossoms and glad they didn't kill Ryan's dad off at the end, which they could have easily done. Still not overly impressed with the new TARDIS interior. Neither am I actually, um, but hey, you can't have everything. That's all, really. All the best for two thousand nineteen. Cheers, Ian. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's what we said. You know, they, they could have easily killed off Ryan's dad at the end there, couldn't they? Yeah, very easily, um, but um, but didn't.
1: So I mean, I mean, to a certain extent, yeah, I'm glad they didn't because it sort of did give you the feeling that they was only introducing the character to kill him off. And yes, that, that, indeed. That, that that was my feeling. You know, it was almost like having said that. Oh no, starting to fear for Graham. It was almost that like, quick stick someone else in the firing line. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I know exactly. It did make you wonder if 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 all three are going to make it out with the Dalek around actually. But yeah, uh, yeah. So, um. Let's with the feedback then. So, the Facebook feedback. Uh, now, first up, some, with some fruity language, from uh, Bob Fleming of the Proctor Who podcast. Hi, Bob. Um, Bob starts off with, Shite. Uh, not total shite, though, but same old. I wanted a mega Dalek battle episode. We got the usual single enemy, blah, blah, and loads of feelings shite. But do you think it's shite, Bob? Uh, please just make a proper exciting episode of Who. Bring on 2021 when she... <laughs> F's off with her shite mates, and so does Chibnall. Same mate, one more time. I'll stick that Sonic where the sun will shine after cracking a mate or oh, whatever. I've got, I won't read the last bit out. Four, four out of ten. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well, Bob. Um, if you've listened to the Prog Two podcast, you would know that Bob has not enjoyed this series one iota. So <laughs> Bob wants a complete change of change of um, cast and, and showrun everything, but. Um, But thanks for for your feedback, Bob. Much appreciated, mate. Uh, Next up, Andrea Gill. Complete counterpoint to Bob here. Uh, Andrea says, really enjoyed this. A single Dalek or Dalek creature is so much scarier than an army of them, and defeating it is more plausible than how easily whole armies sometimes seem to get disposed of. Um, Yeah, completely agree with that. Um, And it's usually done, I think the last time we saw a load of Daleks, Destroyed, it was death by diarrhea, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah, not great. Um, Jeff Waddle, um, next he says, Absolutely tremendous, finally, a real worthwhile villain and one who gets, um, gets defeated. Yes, of course, the recurring theme of the series 11 is that they just walked away a lot of the time, haven't they? Yeah, so Jeff's right there. Uh, and finally, we get a perfectly written 13th Doctor from Chibnall, as good as it's been for years. You can either carry an abundance of characters if the in the story if it's written properly. Okay, um, I, don't, I, I, I don't think it was it was perfectly written, but no. it's it's been one of the, the better ones that Chibnall's given us this series, certainly. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll continue. Uh, next up have Alan T. Butcher. Hi, Alan. Um, Alan gives his usual review. Jolly good. Glad you enjoyed it, mate. Um, next up, we have Martin Havel from the Bad Wolf podcast. Um, Martin doesn't particularly like this one. He says, it was an episode with some actors. And Chris Chibnall clearly saw venom this summer. Um I haven't actually seen it yet, but I, I, I know where you're coming from there. Um it also says, Why are the Recon Daleks stronger than soldier Daleks? Why would you make weaker soldiers? The whole point of Recon is Recon. They wouldn't need to be super strong, just super stealthy. Actually, well that's that's a that is a valid point. Um now we're James Rockcliffe. Um hi James. Um he answers um Martin's point there with with his own little review as well. He says, um, it's not that regular Daleks are weaker, it's more than that Recon Daleks are stronger. Plus there were our uh, millions of regular Daleks and just a few higher spec Recon Daleks. I enjoyed the ep, but thought it was derivative of Dalek, Cold War um, and the opening frame felt like something out of a Dan Brown novel. Um, so much of Chip's work is derivative, a homage, rip-off and always has been. He's a soap writer and does human drama brilliantly, but conceptually he simply doesn't have the chops. Okay. There's actually,
1: something something f- f- forgot to mention, Joe, while we were talking. Yeah, it was the fact yes we'd been waiting for the for the Chibnall the Chibnall um, voiceover.
0: Yes, and we at at the got one, didn't we? To,
1: to describe what's happening. Yeah. and that, where we're going.
0: Yeah, I think that is. I'm, I'm sorry to say, I find that lazy storytelling. Yeah, actually, I really do, and and it is something he's fallen back on on multiple occasions. Yeah, on, I'm yeah, afraid. I was, yeah, thinking yeah.
1: of the silurian hungry earth yeah episode that yeah, exactly
0: that as well yeah so anyway uh so thanks for that james uh, next we have nick james um known to Soviet, there's australian nick he says i enjoyed it although the ending was slightly rushed if it ended in gchq i would have been happy that final bit between ryan and his dad should have been a running story up next season rather than another love conquers all i i, I think that's Similar, to what we were thinking along those lines as well, actually. Nick, um, I'm glad the girl lived. After the first scene where they got a bit lovey-dovey, I was sure that one of them was going to bite, uh, bite it. Sorry. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, um, it's, it's usually when, when you have sort of a, a couple that's sort of beginning to get sort of um, romantic with another. But one of them is bound to die. Die. Right. Yeah. And it didn't happen, so that's that's a good point. Um, so thanks, Nick. And next up, Becky Barnum. Hi, Becky. Um, she says, On the good side, I love the design of the Junkyard Dalek and I enjoyed the Dalek storyline overall. And Nick Briggs is the best. I, I do think he was really good in this one, actually, given a, a variation on the, on the Dalek yeah. there, gives a bit more to do. Um, and Anyway, she says, I continue to enjoy Joe's performance as the Doctor. On the downside, why do we spend another episode on Ryan and Graham's family drama while Yaz is once again relegated to the role of one-note question ask- asker? Um, yeah, totally agree. Actually, um, as we said earlier, we we hope that um, Yaz gets more to do next series. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah it, you know. it,
1: if if she doesn't, if we still <laughs> carry on with the Ryan and Graham as the the main characters out of the companions, then there really is a case of well. You know, why don't we just drop her?
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's it does make you wonder how long they can sort of keep this going without actually giving us something to do. Yeah, really. Um, I, I can't see that that lasting another series. I really no. can't. They they've really have got to do something with her. So yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, that, that's that's nothing against against her as a character or uh, that's applying her. It's just yeah.
0: Yeah, she's been given a lot to do. Really, give, give, from, her, give
1: her something to do.
0: Apart from being a, a standard companion, yeah, really. But uh, anyway, let's continue with the feedback. Um, next, a, a very short and sweet feedback from Lee Rawlings from the. Um, let me get this right. They just recently changed um, change podcast. Actually, they are they used to be, be the, the Blue Box Podcast. Uh, they are now called the Doctor Who Strangers in Space Podcast. There you go. So um, anyway, that's tax reasons, is it? It, it obviously <laughs> must be. <laughs> but anyway, Lee just says liked it. There you go. Sometimes short and sweet is all you need. There you are. So um, yeah, thanks, Lee. Uh, now onto Twitter feedback. Um, we have first up we have at Simon in London, and Simon says I really enjoyed it. The show has become comfortable with its new direction. And is happy to make fun of its past. I particularly liked how they dealt with Unit. Having a Doctor on her own without backup makes for a far more interesting storyline. Um, that's true. That's true, Simon, but I don't like the way they dealt with with Unit. No. <laughs> I, didn't, no. I didn't like that. Um, now, next up, um, we have um, At Movies TV Mad, Um They say sometimes it's best to say nothing. So they don't. So I think we can take from that, you didn't enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Next up, at Kraken uh, Geek, uh, loved it. The Dalek felt very threatening. However, I laughed when I first saw it. I, I it, it looked a bit stupid. Nine out of ten. Um, it did look a bit odd. I've got to be honest. It seemed like, like this sort of run out of materials midway up, didn't they? Really.
1: <laughs> yeah, I well, know But, yeah, but it, I liked fair it. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, it, it's I liked meant it. to look that way.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Next up we have um, at Keith R. Gooch. Uh, Keith says, Return to old-fashioned Doctor Who at last. Jodie's best story so far, only a a little bit of lefty politics. Unit's predicament due to austerity cuts. Too much family interactions between Aaron, Ryan and Graham. What happened to the other two parts of the Dalek? Well, they became one. Three became one, Keith. That's what happened there. Um, Next up, um, at Rob Keeley author. Uh, Rob says, A Moffatish opening uh too many long talky scenes including the soapy exchange between ryan and his dad scary dalek creature moments rushed or glossed over then when the dalek got a case and the story suddenly took off great climax and ending um i want to said it was rushed or glossed over No, actually I, I i would have said that it was um sort of possessed lynn was actually sort of Made that the majority of the story. I felt, yeah, actually. But um, anyway, th- thanks, sorry, Robert. I say opinions are personal, aren't they? So it's whatever you take from the story. Um, next over, at uh, the the Rory L um, says, I loved it. It felt like Doctor Who again. Thirteen at her best, but not sure on the Dalek design. It was more like a tank with a rotating body. But I think the the, the casing was a one off, and it suited the plot. Also, the the huge word in the screen. Um, and the lack of scarf were minor negatives. Um, lack of scarf. Yeah, it did sort of disappear rather quickly, the scarf, didn't they? Hmm. Made a big thing about that, but anyway. It
1: must have been, yeah, I wasn't really paying much attention.
0: No, to that. I wasn't actually, to be honest. It was just, it was just there, wasn't it? Um, right. Next we have Matthew40366745. Um says, really, really enjoyed the episode. However, missed not having a title sequence and the end of unit. Though, why didn't the doctor ask for torchwood instead? Um, maybe the doctor doesn't know what the status of torchwood is, actually. But, uh, yeah, what is the status of torchwood? I don't really know. But
1: Perhaps she knew John Powerman was in the jungle. Mate,
0: ah, there you are. There you are. Well <laughs> done. That answered that question. Um, next, over at Grand Who Central. Now, this is, the, again, someone that didn't particularly like it. Disappointed isn't the word um, for a special. They wasted the first 30 minutes of the show to try and ram everything to the second 30 minutes. Chibnall really had the chance to improve his performance and failed. The BBC needs to make a crucial decision about his future. Um, well, I think he at least deserves another series. To so if, mm-hmm. if there are things that. Even <laughs> he. Like I said about Alan Partridge now. Am I going to get a second series? Um, I, th- I think he does need time to reflect and think okay this worked this didn't let's make it better
1: i i would just hope that he's now all right fair enough his first season he wants to set the agenda he wants to set how
0: the yeah. characters
1: are yeah i would hope now from now on he can take a little bit more of a back seat in the writing yeah and just write the the one or two episodes for the next series yeah, I and hope so. Somebody as well. else yeah, have a go at that. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see. A lot can happen in a year. It really can. So anyway, on onwards and upwards with the with the feedback. Um at Homer's Twin. Uh they say, loved it, well paced. The Dalek wasn't the ordinary drone showing a bit of resource and um let's, let's read that again. There's a bit of punctuation, missing there. Loved it, well paced. The Dalek wasn't the ordinary drone. It uh, showed a bit of resource and, and matched the Doctor in ideas and a bit of character development with, with Ryan's dad being introduced. The junkyard uh, Challenge Dalek casing was fun too. I, I thought it was as well, actually. I quite liked it. Um, next up, we at Theta Who. It uh, says, a great idea, reasonably well executed. However, the closure of unit was unrealistic and ill-conceived as well as disrespectful to the show's past. Or as you think, Paul, disrespectful to Derek Sherwin. Um the Dalek was brilliant in it's rediscovered ruthlessness, but the workshop design should not become the new design. Six and a half out of ten. Um I don't think it is the new design, it was just there for this episode. It yeah. was done what well, for its purpose. Yes. It was made for for that purpose and that was it. So um who knows? are we gonna see the um the gold and bronze Daleks if when if when they do return, or are we gonna see something different again? I'd like to see something different after ten years of the same design, actually. But um,
1: well, be well, <laughs> careful of what you careful wish what for. you wish for. You
0: might end up with the Teletubby Daleks again. Yes, yeah, exactly. Saying, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, good. That's a, that's a good point, well made, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and lastly, we have uh, uh, at Felicia's art. Um, Felicia says, a "Great Dalek, more Doctor Who-ish. Why does Doc seek confirmation? Example, you see, I gave the Dalek a chance. Yeah, I I said the same thing. Actually, I, I didn't." that was actually necessary. Um the history between the, the doctor and the Daleks is well um, well established mm. but as Paul pointed out it was showing the companions that the, you know I tried to find another way. Yeah. Yeah, there you are. So uh so I think on the whole it seems that people enjoyed it. I think the the um I think that the the, the scrapyard Dalek was a yet again divided opinion. Um there's always something that divides opinion. I think it seems to be the the running theme for this series, actually. It's just been yeah. opinion div- split right down the middle, um, which is it's a shame, really.
1: Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, the fact that, I mean, to be perfectly honest, if, if a show has had a small core audience that loved everything about it, that would actually be more worrying for the future of it than... And well, if it's got an audience that likes some bits and doesn't well, like other bits. Well, so. no, the, the,
0: the thing, the thing is that there's no, there hasn't been. It's it's either been people have loved it, or they've mm. hated it. It hasn't been like a case. Well, there's bits I didn't like, but I like this about this particular episode. Yeah. It's, it's 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 either you 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 you're in one camp or you're in the other. Yeah. Um, which I just find a peculiar, and I don't know if that's just the way. Um. It's the social media interaction because everyone just get their opinion out there immediately. So Everyone just starts immediately arguing with one another, um, and rather than just sort of like okay, sort of saying yeah, I didn't like that, it's just that, it's just that instant ah oh, that was shit, you know that that's that's how it comes out. Yeah, because you got that you don't have that you don't have that reflection and or maybe let's watch it again before I make me mind that it's just that instant ah like that isn't it or it's or it's the instant that was fantastic. Without thinking, well, hang on a minute. This bit once so great, you know. It's it's the same on both sides. They they take, it's taken the extremes. On either side, really, isn't it? It was it was it was it was either good or it was bad. Not nothing in between. Yeah. So,
1: but then <laughs> I su- then I suppose though, it's just one of those things, isn't it? <laughs> that unless something you either like something or hate something, you're not really drawn to comment on it, are you? No, exactly. Um, so. But so to be honest, so I don't think so, so when you when you when you see when you're saying about oh the media um social media and that that it always seems to be one or the other well yeah. that's basically because they're the only people that are, are are fired enough to 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 be bothered to write about it yeah um you know if if we wasn't doing a podcast would we would we do a special podcast to say well that was average <laughs> <laughs>
0: The thing is, though, I think when you watch something, you've got to take the, you know, you, you can't just focus on the bad stuff all the time, you know, and that, I think that's what people tend to do. It's the whole negative aspect to it. Either say, so then you get the other, the flip side to that, that. All they focus on is the positive side. There's no, it there seems to be nothing in between. And sometimes it might be average. That's the thing. If that's your conclusion after weighing up everything, and you said, oh, my conclusion that it was average." Then that that's what it is. But to say oh, I hate it or no, you're wrong. It was brilliant. That's not that's not the one thing or the other really.
1: Mm, I'll, I'll make I'll make you watch um, Miracle, Miracle Day, Day. Miracle, Miracle Day again, Day again. <laughs> and see if you can come up with a nice average review of it. <laughs> well,
0: the thing was the thing was about Miracle Day. It, it, I thought the majority of it was poor. I really did, but. <laughs> But there were good bits in it, and if I thought it was those bits were good, I'd say so. I'd just say, "Shit, it was awful, it was terrible." Blah 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 blah. You know, RTD should be sacked, never allowed to make television again. And that's that's what people get like. They they sort of start frothing the mouth and demanding that like people like Chivnall removed from the from the series. Um, I know I've had that in our feedback here slightly, but some people have got really really irate about it, um, which is, is just isn't called cool for, to be honest. End of the day, it's a bloody TV show. There's plenty of other stuff to go and watch.
1: No, but, yeah, but if that's your opinion, that's your opinion. If you want to, if you want to put it out, then fine. I mean, you don't, you know, the whole fact is, we don't, you don't have to agree with someone's opinion. You don't have um, to,
0: but the th- the thing is, though, it's the fact that no one else's opinion is even considered. Yeah. It's the fact that they just uh, that 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 is right. What they see It is rubbish. It is rubbish. I've said it's rubbish. Therefore, it is true. No, it's not. Yeah. You know, um, opinions are personal. That's your yeah. opinion of it. Um, yeah. Doesn't make it fact, but that's the thing. People are putting it across as fact, it's not. Yeah. You know. Um,
1: but there you go. <laughs>
0: There's me getting my high horse now.
1: <laughs> well, the facts of the matter is, we both quite enjoyed this episode. <laughs> yes, we did. We did. <laughs> we did.
0: We did. Um, and to be honest, I've, 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 you know, um, quite enjoyed this series. It's not been perfect. It's not. It's not. You know. It's not yeah. my favourite series of Doctor
1: Who by a long shot. But I think you know. Yeah, there's there's only one episode that I wouldn't want to watch again.
0: Oh, the the took conundrum. Yes. Yes. yeah, Same here. So,
1: same here. So yeah, so I think that's a success, really. Actually, was there any
0: point at this? Because I did put a because um, I think people were expecting to be dialect extravaganza, and I I put a tweet out saying I think it's going to be a lot of disappointed people. It's not going to be what they expect or or think it's going to be. Um, so. I think that's sort of like some people thought. Well, why, why, the, why would they put that trailer with Daleks in it then? I said, no, I didn't say there's going to be no Daleks. There's not going to be the the, the big extravaganza, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was again, it was quite a small story. Um, but I, I, <laughs> but again, it was just that thing. People just sort of they make their minds about. It's clearly not what I said. Um, but that's that's they made their mind up. That's it. You know, the
1: blockbuster um, people wanted was Pating versus Dalek. Didn't
0: well, we? do you know what? That, that, that's the point I was going to. I was wanting to get to. I, I honestly thought that the Daleks was going to be a bit of a, a bit of a red herring, that there would be a Dalek in it, but it would be eaten by a Pating. Yeah. I honestly, I did. That was at the back of my mind, to be honest. But um, I'm glad that wasn't the case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I, actually, if that had happened, have happened, I would have been following the, the lines of uh, of Bob Sir. Uh, feedback there actually <laughs> oh
1: dear <laughs> he was defeated by the pating of the microwave wasn't <laughs> oh.
0: oh dear have you have you been building up to that joke
1: have you no 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 <laughs> yeah, I've had a team of script writers working round the clocks so <laughs>
0: they've been feeding you lines all the way through this podcast haven't they? <laughs> oh crikey Okay, but well I think that just about wraps up this um this month's oh, not this week's this month's um podcast, doesn't it? Mm. Yes. So um so when we come back in February, um we're going to go back to our series uh, never ending series 1 retrospective. Um <laughs> soon ending. <laughs> soon en- soon ending. Um <laughs> which monthly, I think we'll get it done by the end of this year, I feel. Um yes. but um I, do you know what? I can't remember where the hell we got where up we to. Are
1: too, no, I, don't no. Know I can't remember now.
0: Um, I think we're up to Boomtown. Hmm. I've got a fiend's as our next one. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yes, I think it is Boomtown actually. Okay, yeah. Well, let's see what we think of that. That one's very well regarded at the time, was it? But um, yeah, let, let's no. see if if, if, if as uh, our actually I've. I've, I've... I not having, having any opinion on it, to be honest.
1: An and episode that obviously was referenced in the current series.
0: Yes, it was, wasn't it? Yes. yes. Indeed it was. So, hmm. um, okay, well, let's, let's see what we think of that next month then, when we hmm. return to our retrospective. Yep. So, um, that just wraps things up then. So until next month then, it is goodbye from me, Phil.
1: And goodbye from me, Paul.
0: And to play out this particular episode is a little tribute to uh, June Whitfield. We're going to play it with the theme tune to the precursor to Tyrion Dune, Happy Ever After.